Thanks so much for tuning in to the second episode of the Someday Somehow. Back in December, I got to hop on Zoom with my dear friend Joanna Huntsman and talk about what we're both dreaming about right now. Joanna is a German-born, Turkish-raised sun child with one ear tuned to the deep things of the spirit and the other tuned to basically anything she can dance to. She's a gifted artist and a wonderful friend, an amazing listener, and somebody who gets behind basically any wild, crazy idea you can think of, which is exactly why I wanted to talk to her for the second episode of this crazy podcast. Um, I hope you enjoy our conversation about creativity, community, and what it looks like to spur each other on. And I hope you fall in love with Joanna just a little bit as much as I do. It's good to see your face. Ah, I put you in silent. One second. <laughs> I'm on my dad's laptop, which is why my name is Mark. <laughs> I could tell. And I was like, I love everything about this. <laughs> oh, my God. Who is this person joining? <laughs> <laughs> this strange man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you know my gosh. Everything about this. <laughs> This is going to be like the beginning section of every episode is my, the, whoever I'm talking to reacting to me sitting in my closet. <laughs> oh, nice. So can you tell everybody listening a little bit about yourself? I see that was the hardest of the questions that you gave Oh, I believe me. it. I believe it. I wrote, like, <laughs> I brainstormed some of the questions and I was like, oh, yeah, and I could say this and I could say this. But the first question I was like, so my name is Joanna. I live in Berlin. I work in social work. <laughs> Amazing. Do you want to talk about why we know each other a little bit? Just like a little bit? Yeah, sure. Because you sure. live in Berlin and I live in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. And then that one fateful year, 2019. <laughs> we the year of our it. Lord, 2019. Is, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we both uh, did the One School for Artists, which is an international arts program. And that's where we met. So yes, I also do love art. And I actually studied psychology. Mm -hmm. um, and then decided to that I missed art a lot because I ended up scribbling and doodling more <laughs> in my notes during uh, during school than listening. So I decided I needed to to uh, not get that out of my system, but dig deeper into art. And um, yeah, which is why I ended up doing the program. And then later on after that, I came back to Germany. And yeah, right now I'm working in social work. We'll see how long and <laughs> how that goes. But I still 
make art. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you feel like this is like a good time? Because we're close to the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, But what ideas are rolling around in your head for the next the next year? Yeah, actually, my brain does kind of work conceptually. So (laughs) usually if there is a tendency towards something, um, it usually affects all the different uh, areas of my life, which is interesting. Um, But one of the things that I keep thinking about is that I want to dig deeper and become more specific with things. Hmm. And obviously that affects my career choices. Um, Like I do want to go back to school at some point and get a master's degree to go more specifically into whatever I decide to go into. That part I have yet to figure out. I do have ideas. But also with all the different ideas that have been floating around in my in my head space after one school, the art school that we did, um, just a lot of art projects that I feel that I had ideas for that are still open. Mm-hmm. I really... I I have needed the time to kind of let everything float around in space and to see, you know, to let it all just be. But I do feel this urge that I want to grab hold of something or a few some things and then to dig deeper there and to Mm. just actually a lot of repetition and practice is what I'm envisioning, Mm. like taking one specific skill or one specific mm-hmm. concept and doing it over and over and over again and literally yeah. getting bored with it and then doing it again just to dig deeper and to ex- mm. really explore it thoroughly and to uh to see yeah where i get through that so basically that means a lot of studio time <laughs> yeah yeah do you know it- like what area you want to dig into because you are like a Mm. very multifaceted artist multidisciplinary Mm -hmm. Um, is there one thing that you feel like you're being pulled towards or do you feel like you're still um Mm. I don't know still thinking about all of it (laughs) yeah honestly that is that is the hardest part Mm -hmm. because I love the concept and I know that it's going to be so good for me but the moment of choosing and through that, excluding the other things that I do, right. love as well, that is always pretty hard. Um, I guess two things come to mind. Uh, one of them is this concept that I've been playing with uh, visually, like with painting and drawing. Um, so I really want to experience more with that, just drawing mm-hmm. good old lines. <laughs> and I want to experiment with like bigger canvases or wooden boards and stuff. But I do want to, yeah, spend a lot of time doing that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the other thing is dance. And I do think they complement each other pretty well. If I'm thinking conceptually, then once I get stuck in one of these two art forms, then I can get unstuck by doing the other. That's the magic of being multidisciplinary. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. Honestly, I, mm -hmm. I don't think I can narrow it down to less than two art forms because when I'm working, like I said, I do work conceptually and I do get stuck. And then mm -hmm. thinking about the same concept in a completely different art form is so challenging, but also so freeing that it mm. helps me think differently about the art form that I got stuck in. Yeah. Yeah, so, I love... like take dance and drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you are always like chipping away at one concept that you're always thinking about. You totally work that way. Whereas mm. I think that sometimes I will like skip around to different mediums to try to just like loosen my brain up a little bit. But mm. I usually don't um, think of it as an exercise in exploring the concept deeper Mm -hmm. I just think of it as a way to distract myself so that my brain can do the work <laughs> while my body's doing something else. Mm -hmm. So usually for me, it's like, oh, I'm going to go like bake something really complicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, mm -hmm. um, gosh, I don't know, like have a little dance party, but I'm not like working out the problem through a different medium. The only thing is that if I get stuck on the concept then <laughs> it's really like it's really easy to get stuck in my own head mm -hmm. and technically that's not a problem because at that point I could just let my my you know body literally create hmm. but sometimes I get so stuck over the concept in my head that that stops me from creating because it feels like oh I have nothing to bring to the table here I can't create now versus yes thinking conceptually and you know working like that is great but then at some point you're just gonna have like in drawing the best times is when I let my hands take over mm -hmm. and then after a session of creating however long or short that may be then I can always go back and reevaluate what I created and edit and you know but I shouldn't do it in the same time and sometimes working conceptually especially if I'm very strongly like if my concept is strong and actually pretty good and I love it then mm -hmm. it's hard to get out of my brain and to yeah get into my body which is why I do love dance because yeah there's not I don't know if there's not a so way to brain. dance Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do these lines on canvas or mm -hmm. uh, boards that stick out I have been toying with the idea of kind of moving more into space so even more than just using paint oh, and like sculptural yeah totally still a very raw idea but no I'm super into that <laughs> do you see those pieces like translating into movement ever because like I mm. can totally see the mm -hmm. you're just like doing this like studies of line basically and it's mm -hmm. it's like white on white it's really all yeah. about like the texture i'm just so curious what that would look like if you explored yeah. it with movement i think I it know. will end up being like <laughs> it, it will end up relating to movement not only because i literally create bigger pieces with my hands mm. is like movement um but it will relate to movement in the sense that if I get stuck there and then I get unstuck through dance, somehow the mm -hmm. process will have movement in it. Yeah. And in the same time, this is something really cool that I get so excited about. If I ever put these pieces up 
in a big space with a lot of light, I would love for it to be natural lighting. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, then you get real the light perfect. and the shadow is where actually the white on white, well, you, where you can really see the form is when, you know, light comes from the side. And if the light is natural light, it moves throughout the day, right? Yeah. So literally the pieces would look different whenever you go in in different times of the day, which is something I love. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I feel like I'm going to be working on these series for the next at least 10 years. Honestly, I think this is a very slow, very long process. And I love that thought. It's very calming and healthy feeling. So what is something that you wish that you were doing, but you aren't Mm. right now? Yeah. So one of the first things that came to mind was actually studio time. And it it obviously relates to, uh, I don't know, the crazy times and also either not having Mm -hmm. the time because of work or the energy because of work. Yeah, yeah. So that's an obvious answer. But I also know that I can instead of just trying to block hours, I can just try to block weekends in the future. Just like, Mm. I can make it work. It's just hard right now. But the other thing, the other answer of something that I really miss in my whole like process of creating, but also being connected to art in the city is artist meetups. Mm. So with a few friends, I, I had a really cool idea right as I moved to Berlin to start these artist meetups and especially like to to just have anybody who wants to come, you know, come anybody who, who loves creating and then to actually have elements of critiquing each other mm-hmm. and like, yeah, hearing from other people how your work affects them, even if it's just very much raw and very much in the process, nothing would have to be perfect. It would be super chill um just this get together and I love that idea I think these kind of things have always been really life-giving to me in the past and it really helps me get inspired feel Mm -hmm. what other people are doing have other people give me great feedback and then to really move forward with my ideas from there if I don't have that for a long time then things kind of slow down (laughs) yeah no I think that's really real part of it is just seeing other people like dreaming about things or seeing other people like come to the table with things that they made can be very like spurring on like oh I (laughs) I want to be doing that too Yeah. yeah I do love collaboration and whether it's actually on just a big project that I'm doing or if it just happens to be like this random idea of like one fun little thing to collaborate with other people I love Mm -hmm. just creating with others and that usually comes from a place of like sharing what you're doing right now and then other people are like oh that's cool I do this hey let's do this together sometime and then just amazing things happen in a way that you can't plan them Mm. and that's something I love that comes from just regularly meeting other artists yeah. in like 
real. <laughs> Not, I mean, you can have it virtually to some degree, on but Zoom. I do love. Zoom, yeah. Zoom. Life on Zoom. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I've been meeting with some friends who are also very artistic, and we all live in the same city, but we meet over Zoom, and we're um, mm-hmm. just, like, being able to talk to each other about what we're working on, what we're dreaming about, different projects that we have, or, like, crazy ideas that we have. It's amazing to see... Wow. Like, we've only been meeting for, I don't know, a month, and we meet, like, once a week, and mm-hmm. already, like, people are picking up old um, art forms that they, like, haven't touched wow. in years, or, like, have these crazy new ideas and, like, visions for the future. I just think there's something to be said for when you start talking about ideas, you mm-hmm. get more of them, and yeah. I guess that's part yeah, of the yeah. heart behind the podcast is that, you know, people get mm-hmm. to hear regular people having big dreams or even just like little dreams and just get permission to dream mm. themselves so and speaking them into reality i mean yeah. if i speak things then they're suddenly more present even just yeah. for me yeah and then there's other people that are like oh you said six months ago that you were thinking about <laughs> so how's this that going? <laughs> Um, what are you doing? <laughs> I love and I that. hate that. <laughs> I know. But that is also what critique is about. Like these amazing people now know that I have this amazing idea. And since yeah. I can do it, <laughs> I better get going. Right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was a huge thing during the one school for me was just being mm-hmm. surrounded by people who were like, your ideas are interesting and good and we really, really want you to do them because we want to see the final result. And like, yeah. we'll help you get there. And I think I'd just never been in a community like that before. Mm-hmm. It was so yeah. like mind altering to mm-hmm. be like, oh, these people think that I can do this and they want me to do it. And they're going to like walk with me as yeah. I do it. So like, why wouldn't I? Yeah gives you the courage to actually walk through the process and the process can be difficult right Mm -hmm. but to have other people believe in the invisible thing that you're working towards and that can already see it or anticipate it I think yeah the anticipation of what's not there yet I sometimes I give up before even like trying Mm. just because it doesn't feel like it will happen or be worthwhile or I don't know yeah. what it is, but this thing of other people being like, no, there's actually value in this. It's like worth sticking through the yeah. difficult times. That's amazing. Yeah. And sometimes I think other people have like better vision than we can. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like people hear my ideas and they're like, oh yeah, I can totally see that. And I'm like, I don't think I can quite see it, but like, you can so that gives me hope I guess yeah when when you come with ideas that are really really blurry yeah yeah Yeah. I don't know (laughs) because in a way you might have more like more precise like more of a precision along the way but Mm -hmm. the thing with ideas is I feel like they are always 
blurry or to a degree like elusive until the end like you know so you're always going after this thing that you're feeling and that you have an idea of but you Mm -hmm. don't really know what it is but you're trying your best to express it and some days you're not feeling it at all like what (laughs) keeps you going (laughs) and sometimes you tell it to people and they're like I don't get it (laughs) and that can be like that can just like stop the whole thing right there and then Mm, you're done So I think Mm -hmm. that there's so much value in knowing who are the right people to go to. Like you're one of the people Mm -hmm. that I love to bring those crazy Mm. ideas to because you're like, I see it. Do it. You have to do it. I love it. Oh, wait, why are you doing that? Why are you going into Mm. the desert? (laughs) I love that. Oh, man. And then sometimes you you need the experience of like hitting the wall of like where other people don't see it not everyone it's tough when nobody sees it but like even if somebody doesn't get it and you're like wait and then there's this point of just choosing no I do think something's here and I'm just gonna pursue it I think that's valuable too but if everyone reacts like that that gets really tough I see it and I'm gonna make you see it by the time I'm done (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I Can feel that way a lot of the time. Energy. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> we all love having something to prove. <laughs> That's true. Can be a motivation. <laughs> you know, I don't think always one kind of motivation is the right kind of motivation. You know, whatever helps you keep going sometimes whatever works it's fine you know in the end of the day if it helps you do things the only thing that I have like as a rule when it comes to motivation is that I like I don't know if this translates to everything but in general there's motivation from like a point of like fear or like unhappiness Mm -hmm. and Sometimes we latch onto that because we think that is so strong that it can actually get us to the change we long for. And then there is acceptance and like loving yourself, basically, even in the place you're at right now. Mm -hmm. And it feels like that is weaker sometimes because, you know, what if you you just get complacent and you stay where you are if you if you Mm -hmm. accept that place of Mm -hmm. being (laughs) or way of thinking about yourself. And I that's the one thing that I'm very sure about, like, it, that it's not true. The second thing of, like, really accepting the place you're at and loving yourself is a really strong motivation to mm-hmm. actually figure out what you want and to get you somewhere. Yeah. So I think, like, the heart of the motivations matter, but, like, the practical form, you know, get creative. <laughs> <laughs> shopping carts <laughs> finishing projects you know that's great <laughs> treat yourself i know <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about anything else you're like working on or excited about hmm. what if i say no does my life sound that's horrible not- no, <laughs> that's it <laughs> no actually i i do have something um And I think these fun little projects always, you know, help us just keep creating. So this is not a serious project, but 
I'm having a lot of fun. It's like a thing where I doodle a lot. So I'm making like tiny little calendars. Oh. <laughs> like hand. <laughs> um, it's basically a countdown to spring. Oh, so. of course. <laughs> <laughs> I started last year. <laughs> and I'm doing them again. And honestly, I'm spending so much time making them. And some of them are like tiny. They're just like three times three centimeters. I don't know. I think that's shorter than an inch or something. I it's don't just know. over an inch. Tiny. Wait, so <laughs> are you making multiples of the same calendar or are you... Are you writing like, all the dates on this I'm, little baby? I'm writing all the dates. Oh, I am. <laughs> but it's so fun. And it's like this year, it's good. Last year, it was 80 days. This year, it's 79 days. January 1st till March 20th. So <laughs> everybody, well, don't forget the, the countdown. <laughs> I know. You know, these things matter. In the deep of yes. winter, these things get you going. <laughs> Did you see the uh, planets uh, converge? No, honestly, this is the saddest thing. Was it cloudy? It's cloudy. It's yeah. been so cloudy. My mom and me got so excited. I know. We were getting ready to see those planets, but how about you? Yeah, well, uh, I was going to go with a couple of friends, and then it was cloudy all day, and we were like, <laughs> never mind, like, I can't do this. And then yeah. I got a text from my dad who was so excited about it. He had written me a note the night before, printed it out, <laughs> and folded what? it up, and gave it to me in a sealed envelope and said, open this tomorrow morning. <laughs> and it That's said, the, best. the Christmas star, <laughs> and it had a little clip art on it. And oh, man. Um, that's the only reason I even knew about it is from this weird little note from my dad. And I love that. <laughs> he texted me at like 2.30 and he was like, are you going to go see the stars? And I was like, it's cloudy. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he was like, we're going, we're driving to Silver Lake, which is this like tiny town I had never heard of. Really? That's <laughs> that's like amazing. an hour away, an hour west of us. So beyond like, the clouds. Yeah. No, oh he gosh, he literally this. was like, I found a map with cloud coverage. And... No, your <laughs> yes. dad is the coolest person alive, officially. <laughs> he like checked the closest town that was going to be like not fully cloudy at the time of sunset, oh, which was like 4.30. And he was like, we're driving. Are you in? And I was like, I'm in. I'm on my oh way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, we drove way out west. Oh, you saw it, Jupiter. And I saw it, yeah, Jupiter and Saturn. Wow. Yeah, it was Was like, it nice? It was nice. We, I don't know, we could, like, see it with the sunset. It was really beautiful. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. We didn't have any, we didn't have, like, a telescope or anything. So we're just like, oh, it looks like a star. <laughs> <laughs> and <A bright star. laughs> we pulled up and we were early like the sun was just setting mm -hmm. it was way too bright and we were like well let's see if there are any restaurants around here we could like order takeout <laughs> and eat it in the car and my mom and i found this restaurant on google maps that was called <laughs> hot stuff pizza <laughs> no. and we were like yes perfect let's call let's order a pizza to go and we called, and the girl was like, 
um, she just was so sad sounding <laughs> and very oh, no. confused. Like, my mom was like, can we order, like, a curbside pickup pizza or whatever? And she's like, we don't have curbside. You have to come in. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Anyway, and then my mom was like, do you have any beverages? And she was like, we have, like, everything. And she's like, can we have root beer? And she was like, you can just, like, come in and get it. And, and then we hung up and I looked at this picture on Google Maps of this place that we had just called. And it was fully a gas station. No way. <laughs> yes. Like it wasn't even a restaurant. It oh was just goodness. a gas station. And I was like, we just called this poor girl at a gas station. And we're like, can we order a curbside pick a pizza? <laughs> Did you get your hot pizza? We got the pizza. And it was, you know, gas station pizza. <laughs> it was an experience. <laughs> it was an experience. It was so fun. That is amazing. It was wild. But, yeah, that's my crazy star story. Wow. I love your star story. And I know your parents. I, I knew your parents. I know they're cool. But this just confirmed Yeah, puts them over impression. the edge. <laughs> That's amazing. Maybe if it's still out, I need to go hunting after cloud maps. <laughs> yeah. This is a new idea. Well, because you can still see them, I think, is my understanding. It's just they're going to be getting further apart now. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they just passed. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this was super fun. Yeah. Thank you so, Thank you much, so for much for making this happen. It's like what, ten o'clock there? Yeah. Ten PM, baby. That's moment. Yeah. It's twenty two, okay. <laughs> it's twenty two. You texted that to me and I turned to my room and I was like, What I, I texted that to you and then immediately <laughs> I <laughs> I corrected and translated. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Oh, well, man. thank you so much. This was really fun and also actually pretty pretty valuable for me too, like towards the end of the year to mm. ask myself these questions. So, yeah. yeah. Love I'm that. so glad. This was so fun. I love you so much. Love you too. with Joanna Huntsman. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it inspired you to think about what it looks like to live in community and create in community and how you can do that even in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I want to thank Trevor Ransom for the use of the song Cambridge 2018 as our theme song. Um, check him out on Spotify. He's a wonderful listen. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.